Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Pittsburgh Steelers fans, what is up? Welcome back to another episode of State of the Steelers. I'm your Steel Curtain Network host, Daniel J. And finally, we got some real Steelers news and football to talk about. After, you know, a dead period this entire July, the Steelers finally, there's something to talk about. They There's training camp, first practices in the books, you know, fans, players all piled into St. Vincent College in Latrobe. <clears throat> And, man, do we have a lot to talk about today. We're going to be talking about the takeaways, who's initially starting in what position, who's taking reps with ones, the whole nine yards. But before we get into it, I want to remind you guys that if you haven't checked out the new website, stillcurrentnetwork.com, articles are coming out of there galore. It's in the description. Go check it out if the description is available. If not, just go check. Hit on the Google, stillcurrentnetwork.com. Check out all of our new articles. It's the same writers that you are are used to from behind the steel curtain. You'll love it. Uh, Go check it out. Also, don't forget our YouTube. I, myself, along with Shannon White, come out on Mondays live at 5 p.m. Eastern, Steel Curtain Network, and we do a show called The Hangover. You guys might be aware of it. It airs out later on on Monday nights. So go check us out if you haven't. Like, subscribe, do the whole nine yards. But let's talk about some finally football news and football stuff to talk about. So I I did my 
research throughout the interwebs and um, got a lot of information from sports writers that were at Latrobe at training camp. So that's where I get a lot of my information from. But, uh, you know, first, I, before we even get into that, uh, there's some breaking news that have occurred since the last time we spoke, which was the Pittsburgh Steelers finally signed the last remaining rookie on their rookie contract. Joey Porter Jr. is now officially a member of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Congratulations, Joey Porter. I'm sure this was a, a dream come true for yourself and your family. Uh, he signed on the dotted line uh, on his birthday. So what a happy birthday. What a happy birthday. It's a four-year, $9.618 million contract. First three years are full and guaranteed. Porter receives the full signing bonus up front of $3.995 million. And so <clears throat> it's been a lot of talks, a lot of negotiation that was going back and forth. You know, I know, I know a lot of the uh, fans, including myself, were wondering, you know, what's what's the holdup? What's what's going on? You know, why it's taking so long? I think there's um, there might be something here. You know, last season, you know, the number 32 overall pick uh, defensive bucks, uh, defensive end. <laughs> sorry about the Tampa Bay Bucks defensive end Logan Hall got eleven point four nine four million dollars. And so I think that the Steelers or Joey Porter, I'm sorry was probably aiming for something around that 11.4, comes in with 9.6. The Pittsburgh Steelers saved just under $2 million winning this, you know, standoff, so to speak. Um, yeah, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. Uh, great for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Great. Another move for Omar Khan and uh, a.k.a. the Khan artist. You know, he's getting deals done, getting players signed at great value. Uh, this is just another one. Also, breaking outside of the Pittsburgh Steelers was there was a couple of scares here. Um, two players carted off, one more serious than the other by, uh, by first indications. Jalen Ramsey of the uh, Miami Dolphins goes down with a uh, knee injury. Apparently, he's going to require surgery. We'll miss the start of the season, but the ACL is intact, so that's some good news, bad news for him. You know, hopefully, he gets, you know, has a speedy recovery and will transition out of this injury well. Uh, you never want to wish injury on anybody, including your your, your worst enemies. And so um, him and, and including the next guy, you know, Joe Burrow, quarterback for the uh, Cincinnati Bengals, goes down with apparent calf string or uh, strain. Uh, all indications is not serious. It is a non-contact. It's not beneficial yet at the time of this recording, but all indications are it's not that serious and he'll be fine. But those are some big players uh, on some teams that are expected to make some noise this season. and. You know, these are some players that are expected to help make some of that noise go down. Kind of brings you back down to earth of how quickly a team can change. And, you know, injuries are a big part of this game. You know, if you follow me on um, on YouTube as well, I have a I have my own YouTube channel called State of the Steelers, where I talked about, you know, the 53-man roster and how it's currently, you know, the players that are on the team currently right now, how I don't feel that how – Come week one of the uh, regular season, that all fifty-three players are are there, and so I feel that injuries occur, things happen, uh, teams cut surprise players. You know, Joe Hayden could be like a, a prime example of that. So things end up happening, but a big part of that is injuries, and so you never know um, how things end up going. Fortunately, it's, it appears that these two players will be okay, and um, you know, hopefully, we don't get any more news like that. Uh, on any team. So let's talk about, about Steelers practice. So the, the, the team practiced for approximately about 90 minutes or so. 
It included workouts of um, three team periods, 36 plays. Um, Pickett, Trubisky, and Mason Rudolph took 12 snaps each apiece. Uh, they had one seven on seven period as well. Um, you know, I know what, you know, a couple of the first questions that everybody's going to have is Broderick Jones. Was he out there? Was he with the starting team? He's a guy that was drafted. In the first round, the Pittsburgh Steelers actually moved up to the number four team to get him. And so you would anticipate with his, you know, high value or pedigree coming out of the draft that he's a guy that you want to compete for that starting job. Um, and, and compete is probably the best word. He's not going to be given that position. And as of now, uh, Dan Moore is the um, starting uh, left tackle. Uh, next to him is Isaac Sayomalu, who is the only uh, currently the only new uh, player starting on the offensive line, replacing Kevin Dotson, uh, who is playing back up in the second team as, as of right now. Mason Cole with center, James Daniel at right guard, right tackle, Chicks core four. You know, as far as the uh, um, second team goes, um, you have Kevin Dotson on the left side. You also have Broderick Jones on the left side. Center is is right now it's Kendrick Green. You know, I'm, I'm fairly positive he's going to be in some sort of battle with Spencer Anderson for that, um, you know, backup center role. But for right now, he's uh, it looks like he's going to be uh, with the second team. And, you know, the Steelers are going to want to give Green every opportunity to be the, at least the backup. I mean, they had a, uh, you know, they wasted a third round pick on the guy. And so they're going to give him every opportunity to make the best out of that value that they got in him. Nate Herbig and, and LaRaven Clark, you know, top it off on the right side. You know, biggest note there is, like I said, Broderick Jones being, you know, on the second team. You know, especially when you look at the start of the season, you're looking at a um, Bosa. You're looking at uh, Crosby and Miles Garrett as the first three defensive uh, tackles and outside linebackers that, you know, your your left tackle is going to have to face. You know, if you don't have to throw in a rookie into that situation, uh, I don't think you necessarily want to, you know, and, you know, you're going to put the best player that's out there. But if you have two players – Let's just say that Broderick Jones is relatively close to Dan Moore. I think in those situations, given the given the uh, the fact that you're playing some pretty high level talented players on the opposition, there you're going to want somebody who's got that experience. I think that experience might put uh, Dan Moore over the edge early on in the season. Now, as the season progresses, if you know, you know Broderick Jones continues to develop in his trajectory and he surpasses Dan Moore. And then, you know, I think at that moment, especially if Dan Moore is struggling, um, you, you make the switch. But if throughout preseason and training camp, they're relatively the same. I think you throw out Dan Moore out there right off the bat. And all indications is he came in, you know, with a great mindset, ready to compete. He's in great physical shape, you know, looks thinner, but gained 10 pounds, meaning that, you know, he's built muscle. He's not going to give up the position easy. And regardless of who's playing there, whether it be Broderick Jones or Dan Moore, I think it's an upgrade of what it was last year. So even if it is Dan Moore, I think 2023 Dan Moore is going to be miles ahead of what 2022 Dan Moore was. 2022 Dan Moore had a little bit of a slump. You know, I think that there's a possibility of a jump there. Now, if that ends up being the case, you know, it's a good problem to have when you have somebody like Broderick Jones behind him. And you have some options there. You know, Dan Moore's been practicing and getting in preparation and moving to the right side. 
you know, Chicks Core Fours, uh, a guy that's been on the team for a while. And, you know, if Dan Moore can elevate his game and show that he can transition to the right, you know, maybe there is a battle there. And so, you know, at the end of the day, regardless, depth is important. And I think the Steelers have plenty of it. And the offensive line is, is looking very good, in my opinion. Now, for what everybody wants to hear is like, you know, how's the offense doing? What is the, you know, how does the quarterback look? Does the um, play calls, you know, are they imaginative, creative? Let's start off with the uh, <clears throat> the latter. I think that Matt Canada, and we've talked about this before, he's going to have to show up. He's going to have to um, show that he's going to have to be better than average, in my opinion, if he's going to want to keep his job. You know, he's going to have to show up some splash and and some aggression, you know, play aggressively. And I think that there's been so far an indication of that, you know, starting off the bat and playing teams, you know, um, there was an emphasis of pushing the ball down the field. And you saw that, you know, first play was uh, apparently shotgun receivers on the field were Deontay Johnson, George Pickens, Allen Robinson. Uh, Pickett did a great job surveying the field, targeted Pickens on a deep route down the sideline. And, you know, it was, ended up being incomplete. Uh, Pickens was on on Patrick Peterson. Apparently, uh, Pickens had somewhat burned him. And and Peterson did one of those wily vet moves and tugged on Pickens' jersey to slow him down just enough so that he can get in position to bat the ball away. Uh, you know, it was reported that the ball may have been slightly underthrown, but had officials been there, there's a good chance it would have been a pass interference. And so it was noticeable, right? The uh, the tug on the jersey, so to speak. But the aggression, I like it. I like the ball going down the field, right? Another thing that was, you know, I was able to see uh, out of, um, you know, videos that were coming out there was, you know, another play in teams where the Pittsburgh Steelers ran a play action pass, right? That was something that the Steelers didn't do last season, even though they were, doing well in running the ball, even though um, the identity was becoming the running, you know, running the ball and you had teams loading up the box and you had an opportunity that, you know, play action pass could have been there. You know, teams weren't respecting it yet. It wasn't happening. So I like to see that at this early part of development of football or the development aspect of this football program, um, I like seeing the play action pass because that means that in my opinion, that that's going to be part of the, uh, of the offense. Now, the way they, they did the play action pass in this game or in this particular situation was out of, out of shotgun. And, um, you know, in that type of situation versus under center, the quarterback doesn't have to turn his back to, you know, to the, um, to the defense. So it looks more like a run pass option, but it was at the end of the day, it appeared to be a play action pass. Uh, Pickett ended up hitting Deontay Johnson um, on a corner route. Uh, Deontay looked like he got his feet in bounds. It, it was an amazing play. Player was open, you know, from all indications from sport riders and sport beat riders across the, uh, you know, they cover the Pittsburgh Steelers. And I heard one in particular mention the fact that the plays that were being called during practice were not predictable. They were imaginative. And it was, you, you couldn't, 
I guess in years prior, this you know you could tell the the, the plays were predictable even during the game settings. You know, I, I could tell when watching the game at the Pittsburgh Steelers based on down distance and and the formation that they came out in with a fair amount of accuracy if they were going to run or pass the ball. You know, it became very predictable, especially under Matt Canada. Hearing that, it's you're not sure where the Steelers are going to go if they're going to run or pass or or the direction that they're intending on going, and that it looks confusing, but yet, um, you know, like they know what they're doing. I love to hear that. That sounds like what we're expected to have gotten when the Pittsburgh Steelers went in there and got a, uh, a Matt Canada out of the collegiate, um, out of college. You know, that was what people were, that was what was in at the time. And everybody was looking for a college um you know, offensive coordinator, you know, offensive guru that is doing a lot of motions and, you know, imaginative type of things and creativity. And there was a lot of hype around Matt Cannon and what he did in Pitt. Now, I'll be 110% honest with you guys. I don't watch college football. I don't follow any of the teams. And so I just, from what I've read, that's what it appears to be, that Matt Canada was a guy that was on the rise and then he had some bad years and, and then he found himself on the Pittsburgh Steelers. <laughs> so, <laughs> but, you know, if he can come in and there's that imagination and, you know, that lack of predictability, I think that's going to do wonders for this team. So another play that um, or another thing that I had read about training camp that I took away was that the Pittsburgh Steelers were in a new formation that showed up a couple of times. I believe it was five different times and it was a pistol formation. And at one point they ran a play action, which is another love to hear play action counter with a screen to the backside. Uh, but from what I understand and from what I read is there could have been a screen to the front side, to the running back as well. So there was options depending on what the defense was doing and what, you know, what Kenny Pickett probably saw. Um, he had two different options of two different screens going to either side, you know, that can also be looked at in two different ways. You can look at it as having those options. You can also look at it as setting something up. So, you know, you could have this player, you know, the two running backs or a receiver and running back run this route and set up a screen in both directions. Um, but in reality, target one side for, you know, a couple of plays. And then in the third quarter or so hit the other side when, um, you know, the opposition feels that the, confident that they think that they know what the offense is doing. You know, there was a situation like that against the uh, Philadelphia Eagles last season where the Pittsburgh Steelers were on the opposite end of that. And so um, where they had something going on, I think it was like a um, like a screen pass, and then it turned into a, uh, a fake screen deep pass down the field and got the Steelers. And so, uh, you know, those are all really – uh, great things, in my opinion, uh, to, to hear about and to read about as far as what's going on in training camp and to see about when it comes to the footage that's coming out. You know, in my opinion, these are the things you want to hear and see. It's just the first day, though. It is a football in shorts still, so we can't get too excited. But we're going to take a quick break. When we get back, we're going to talk about well, the takeaways of the defense and what we learned on that side. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. You won't look my way. Oh, come on, girl. 
Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, Lil. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Ain't the worst looking man you've ever seen. There I am on the subway train. Hey, check it back out. You, you you made it to the other side. Thank you for sticking that out with me. Um, welcome back to State of the Steelers, where we're talking about our takeaways of the first day of real practice or first day of practice and training camp. Right. Wasn't I don't really consider it real practice because it's not, you know, football and pads, it's football and shorts. So but it, it's still a practice. It's still a real practice. Uh, but before we get into it, I want to remind you guys. Check out all the other audio podcasts that are out there. You have the um, the Let's Ride podcast that airs out a few times a week from Jeff Hartman. You have uh, Breaking Bad with, Bat, uh, with Brian Anthony Davis. You have the uh, Stag Geek with uh, Brian. I mean, with uh, Dave Schofield. I'm sorry, and so much more every day. Check it out. Make sure you're hitting that download button, uh, and you put you know your uh, podcast in automatic downloads so that way you don't miss an episode and so let's get back to it let's talk about the defense you know the first thing i wanted to talk about or bring back was the pass interference possibility of uh patrick peterson you know so we've heard this before where pappy's having to tug on some jerseys to uh put himself in the right position against whether it's george pickens or if it's um calvin Austin the third and so is that an issue? Probably not. You know, this is practice situation. You know, this is where, you know, a lot of times you're putting these players in positions to see what they're able to do athletically. It's not so much the uh, the thinking aspect. And also there's no pads involved, right? And what I mean by that is like in preseason, there's no real like um, scouting and and preparation for the games, you know, everything's vanilla, things like that. So the players that are out there performing is more on athletic ability versus, you know, the athletic ability plus the mental aspect and the chess game of the football, you know, that is football, right? And so um, that could be a lot of what's going on here. You have a an older cornerback, you know, during the football season and while things are real and you're going up against, you know, opponents, uh, I think the Steelers are going to protect their cornerbacks and, you know, especially Patrick Peterson and things like that and, and compensate for their weaknesses where they come into play. But, you know, you had that situation that occurred there. You also had um, a, a part in seven on seven where 
um, Anthony McFarlane burned Cole Holcomb in a uh, cover two situation. And these are the two positions that have a lot of players in, you know, a lot of new players in. And that's the inside linebacker group and the defensive back group. You know, everybody off ball pretty much except for Minka Fitzpatrick is uh, is new or, you know, new as a starter, right? You know, you're looking at new safety, whether it's, you know, DeMonte Casey, who was here last season, wasn't wasn't a starter, though, right? That was Terrell Edmonds' job. So Terrell Edmonds is gone. DeMonte Casey's not a new face, but he's new to possibly being the starter. Keanu Neal, he's going to be working with him as well. Um, you know, cornerbacks. And Levi Wallace is a guy who um, wasn't your week one starter last season, you know, but when he did play, he, he struggled and he got better. And, you know, and that's pretty much it. Everybody else, Cam Sutton is gone. You know, everybody else is gone. New uh, Arthur Mollette is gone. Um, you know, your inside linebacker group is completely overhauled. You know, gone is Robert Spillane and Devin Bush and Miles Jack and Jerry O as a coach. And in comes, you know, Cole Holcomb and, and, and Landon Roberts. Uh, it's those were the biggest question marks. And day one didn't look so great from what I understand from this aspect. Now, I know that, for instance, Joey Porter Jr. sounds like he had a pretty good day. Um I don't think I don't think there was any kind of big plays that were done. I know there was a deep pass to Calvin Austin, who was wide open and hit him in the hands. Uh, I believe it was Mitch Trubisky that threw the ball, uh, hit him in the hands, and he dropped it. Um, so, and that is what it is. You're not going to expect these guys to catch everything. You would hope they would. You know, they pay him a lot of money to do so, but you know. Is this a concern still? Uh, I did mention there's going to be some growing pains early on, didn't I? Just because of the new players. But inside linebacker, um, Cole Holcomb getting burned by Anthony McFarland. Coverage was a big issue for the inside linebacker position. Shones is ugly head day one of practice. So we'll keep an eye on it. It's football and shorts. We got to remember that. You know, last season, a lot of talk was coming out in football and shorts when you know, Gunnar Olszewski was getting open, but as soon as the pads came on, wasn't the case, wasn't the case. And so now when it comes to the uh, slot cornerback position, um, remember at the top of the show, I mentioned that I have a, um, a YouTube channel called State of the Steelers. Well, a couple of days ago, we were doing a uh, live and I was talking about a breakout player and a player, maybe not so much a breakout player, but I was talking about a player that could surprise beyond the 53. And it was Elijah Riley. I felt that what he was able to do you know, last season when he was on the field, he made a couple of tackles in limited role. Uh, he played special teams well. Well, he had a big day today. Uh, he ended up intercepting Mason Rudolph, stepping in front of a wide receiver. You know, Mason Rudolph is a guy that takes very good care of the football. You know, he may not be a guy that's going to, you know, surprise you with numbers or throw a bunch of touchdowns or things of that nature, but he's typically going to take care of the football and try not to throw many interceptions. In fact, last last season throughout training camp, he had very few interceptions. Um, he's a dump the ball off kind of guy. 
So if Elijah Riley's intercepting him. That's pretty good, right? You know, he also worked first team on punt return and coverage. And so, in my opinion, if, if Elijah Riley is going to make this team, he's going to have to show up in the special teams aspect. He did last season, you know, in limited play again towards the end of the year. It appears that the Pittsburgh Steelers are are giving him that opportunity at the very least. And so the other defensive player that I wanted to talk about, and lastly, is Nick Herbig. You know, he's a guy that I was not so high on because of his, you know, his size. He's a little bit undersized, right? And so he had a big day as an outside linebacker. I thought maybe he's a guy that would be moved to the off-ball inside linebacker position. But no, you know what? He's he's an edge guy. He's an outside edge guy, and he's gonna prove. He's trying to prove it. He went out there and grabbed two sacks today, and, and not only did he grab two sacks, it's also who he did it against. Now it wasn't against the first team understandably, but it was against LaRaven Clark, who has 36-inch arms. Now, one of the biggest, like I mentioned just here right now, the biggest issues or concerns, so to speak, was the length and the height. And uh, is Nick Herbig going to be able to get around and get through some of these bigger, longer, lengthier tackles? And right off the bat, you know, showing his natural, you know, leverage and bend, getting around the edge, Puts up two sacks, you know, using a uh, rip and dip move. You know, he's a high motor guy. He's a guy that doesn't quit. Uh, you know, maybe he can put on a couple of pounds. I don't think he's a guy that you want to see get too, too bulky. You know, he's got some speed with him. Um, you know, you don't want to take that away from him. But he's a guy that I've, you know, like I said, I was pretty skeptical about as an outside edge guy or outside linebacker. But, you know, he's showing up. Now, let's see if he can do it with the pads on. You know, um, Dave Schofield has been very vocal that he thought that um, the Steelers were going for Nick Herbig in, in the third. But because Darnell Washington fell and it was such a big, you know, value there that they they couldn't pass him up. And, and he still showed up there in the fourth after the Steelers moved back in the fourth. That that or back into the fourth that that was you couldn't plan that out any better right and i I for one agree with with dave on on that aspect i think there was a pretty big possibility that that steelers were going to be targeting a nick herbig at that at that spot i think they were also going to be targeting a Corey try somewhere around the fourth maybe a nick herbig in the third Corey tries in the fourth and got both those guys later rounds it was an amazing draft. Bravo, Omar Khan, and bravo on, on the job that you've been doing th- thus far. Him and Andy Weidel have put up an amazing team so far. Well, we got to see him put it together. On paper, it looks good. Obviously, we haven't seen it. But you know, all indications so far coming out of training camp is that this team is looking fairly good. It's looking um, – the offense is moving the ball. Um, I'm not surprised by that. I wouldn't be surprised that the offense looks better than the defense at this point. One – the defense can't hit the quarterback, so that's a big, big plus for the offense. And two, you know, you got a lot of new pieces in that defense, uh, you know, off the ball. There's a lot of new pieces there, and it'd be foolish of us to think that there's not going to be any growing pains, especially early on. You know, an offense that 
you know, started to build something last season towards the end of the year. They're moving forward. You know, I, I think they're going to be the strength of this team early on. And um, and so is the pass rush. And the Steelers are going to have to lean on the pass rush and the good offense and and ball control to win uh, win the first few games until until that middle linebacker group and that defensive back group can catch up to the rest because it's going to take some time. It really is. But I'm excited. I'm excited about this year, and I'm looking forward to the next couple of days. I'm looking forward to more news coming out of training camp. Um, stick with us. Listen to us. That's all I got for you guys today. Um, hit that follow. Hit that subscribe. Hit whatever it is, so that way you're notified every time we put out um, podcast. because breaking news happens at any time, and you want to be notified. So with that being said, I'm Daniel. This is Eight of the Steelers and Steel Curtain Network. And see you on Monday on The Hangover. Peace. Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.